0: Hello, all, and welcome to Frankly Speaking. I'm your host, Andrew Powell. In today's episode, we are joined by Clean Feed experts Jose Ramirez and Amy Patterson. We'll be sharing insights on what sustainability looks like in rendering. We cover topics ranging from 2024's industry outlook to learning how rendering supports environmental and economic sustainability. Tell us a little bit about this year's NARA conference. What was discussed and what does 2024 look like for the rendering industry?
1: Well... The another conference was a very interesting one Uh, it's an opportunity for uh the industry members uh, to share experience learning and also the challenges that they are facing in the particular area and one of the key interesting thing i found about that is that just through the discussion and presentation i just learned that you know the united states will be uh an importer of fat for example in this in in the industry and for many years us was exporting fat and now they're in uh, in a situation that they're importing fat in order to uh, maintain and and keep ongoing the industry, and this is more driven by the biofuel uh, industry initiative that you know the government is pushing on, and that's one of the key things that kind of got my interest on the biofuel thing. Uh, how is that been growing in the rendering industry, and also all these challenges that they are facing, how to uh, uh, import some of their products and export the remaining product that they have.
2: And I agree with you, Jose. That's a that's a little bit of a concern for headwinds, but uh, much of Nara had really strong data, and it does look like for 2024 and a couple of years beyond, the rendering industry should stay remain strong. Um, no. Not just because of pet food, but also because the livestock industry recognizes there is no better protein source for feed conversion or a better uh, rate of gain than animal fats and animal protein. So we still look look good for next year.
1: That is correct, yeah.
0: What are some of the advantages to consumers of rendering animal products?
1: Well, one of the advantages, if we look at the amount of, uh, like for example, just in US, nothing doesn't happen in all the country, we're talking like 50% of what is produced on the animal side is, is not an edible product for humans. So if we look how much of that is produced uh, worldwide, or even in US, it will take at least four years just to fill out our landfills. Mm-hmm. So just having um, that type of material that's available that we could take advantage of it and process that and use it for animal nutrition or for other, pro- other processes like energy, uh, it's, you know, it's a very good uh, advantage of using that rendering uh, byproduct for many uses in the industry.
2: To your point about the landfills, Jose, filling up in just four years, if, if we didn't have rendering industry, I believe, and Andrea, um, I I assume that you're speaking of consumers as the non-agricultural type consumers or, uh, or that's who I'm referring to. I think yeah. what they really don't recognize is that the rendering industry is the original save the planet environmentally friendly sustainability industry they have been doing what the consumers say they want that was why they started that's what they do they're the solution that everyone's looking for it's just they don't realize it it's all the consumers yeah. in general
0: how does rendering support economic sustainability
2: it's similar to our last point is like they're they're taking products that would be un- otherwise unusable and mm-hmm. making them into a usable source they're recycling not just animal waste but the the used cooking oil from restaurants for example mm-hmm. it's a it, it is um, the environmentally friendly economic sustainable solution.
1: Yes, and and if you look more further, NARA is also investing uh, time and efforts and research also in not only looking at animal nutrition, but also looking on what other use we could uh, have for those byproducts. And they've been looking on things like such as uh, construction materials, uh, other things like for um, ceilings, you know, wall ceilings and other uh, interesting concepts that Usually, we think about just animal protein uh, on it and for aquaculture, for example. A lot of investment done for research on bi-private fiber culture, which is growing each year the, globally. So, it's, it's kind of interesting to see how the industry is moving forward, to Get fuel, even. mean <laughs> get fuel, yeah.
0: So, now that we know how rendering supports environmental and economic sustainability, what challenges does the industry face regarding remaining sustainable?
1: Well, in terms of me being sustainable, they have the story, they have the experience, they, they have the know-how to uh, keep doing the, the same thing, and and just sharing that information uh, with the public, with the, with the consumer in general. That's in general. When we look at inside their industry, uh, Challenges are well how they handle better the raw materials for example how they procure that uh, whether they source are now from outside whether they export or import that's one of the challenges they're looking for. A lot of demand going to one side of the industry like biofuels so or they're going to the pet pay- industry. So each customer has their own requirements, their own needs, you know, and they're not the same for each sector. So it's how you balance that. A needs for each sector, like for the feed, how you balance that for the pet food, how you balance that for the biofuel, is part of the challenge that they are uh, gonna be working on. And up to now, they've been doing that successfully. So in terms of feed, that that's an area that we work with, uh, concern about, well, you know, just showing how good they are in the processing, uh, which they are very good and knowledgeable on, on that, on how they heat and how they control microbial loss, but also how, what other measures they take just to protect that uh, their products, for example, traceability, whether uh, truck sanitation, whether fee sanitation, that's an area that we work with. But some of these guys, how we you know partner to all together uh, and face these challenges uh, moving forward. And um, just.
2: To agree with uh, Jose on the, the biggest challenge I see is the public misunderstanding. Not just the public, but the policymakers have um, a genuine misunderstanding that, that the rendering industry, for example, is is our best way to address some of these new challenges like ASF or AI. How are we going to yeah. mitigate the risk of these viruses, continue to put these animals in the ground and contaminate our groundwater? The best way is to incinerate the animals. And we we have to partner with them to help make sure that everyone understands that rendering is the most environmentally friendly and safest way to mitigate our biosecurity risks in the future.
0: So what can processors do to help mitigate these challenges?
1: Well, like... uh, (laughs) uh, I'm just
2: smiling because I, I was speaking to a marketing person. I really think that one of the best tools that one of the most powerful tools anywhere is marketing. And you're excellent at marketing marketing, Andra. And but unfortunately for the rendering industry, some of the the opposing forces have been very successful at reaching the public. And anything that we can do that the rendering industry can do to help educate the 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 public with correct information with scientific information that's what we need to do we need to reach the people that don't have the luxury of an ag background but are intrinsically affected by it and reach them where they are and help them understand that this is the solution they're looking for and not to prevent it just because they don't understand
1: Sharing the sharing uh, uh, experience and information with high school programs, with college programs, yeah. even the community. Sometimes you know we 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 don't involve the community in our surrounding. You know, what's happening? So it's like, a, well, you know, what's happening inside back there, back in the door. And, and they have a very good story in terms of telling you know, what's happening, what they're doing for the in terms of sustainability. They're the model, the pioneer in the world on that side. So I think there's a good story. They should be sharing it more.
2: Yeah. Agree.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you both for joining us today.